TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, cracker jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye! He has done it! He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat! Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome into the hot corner. For it must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. Hello. Hi. I'm in the in the regular studio now. Yeah, welcome, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. I find it a lot easier. It's a lot nicer. Plus, I just like you, so it's a lot better when you're in the room with me. You want to feel my presence and be close to me? You have presence? Yeah. What'd you bring me? Uh, I brought you myself. Oh. Yeah. Oh, great yes. present, right? You're just trying to slip it in there. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm 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 back in here. The last few days have been interesting. I've been producing and hosting at the same time. Yeah, man, the one seat, dude. It's a big burden, but you know, you know, we just try to make it happen. <laughs> try to do the best we can over here. You, you know, got, you got to control the whole show. You can't just sit back and and react to the softballs lobbed to us. You know. Oh, really? I'm yeah. doing this wrong. <laughs> The the classic Patrick. So Josh Donaldson signs with twins. What do you think? And then Mike goes for five minutes. I'm like, good job. We're going to break when we come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes that does happen. If I'm actually, yeah, if I'm passionate about something, it's yeah. like, Mike, go. Yeah. And you're like, all right. That's, you know, it's something I, you know, it's something I, I give a lot of credit to Isaac Rob for, you know, and listening to this station for, you know, 10 plus years and you know listen to those guys all the time you know this rob's good at his job yes yes he is it's better than a lot of those other clowns out there that i won't mention <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but i mean it, i mean it's it's crazy pull the pull the curtain back for a for a hot second and you know i i love this gig you know it's a side project for me it's it's really fun and how i got here is kind of a cool crazy story and you and i have grown to this you know excellent friendship now over it so i'm very very happy with what happened but yeah it's kind of crazy you know you think oh it's so cool to just sit back and talk about sports it's, it is cool 
it it is cool. But there is a challenge. It's a lot more work than just that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Big John's falling downstairs. You know, he can't even pull it together. Right. You know, it happens. But yet you make an interesting segment. You try to figure it out and you just roll with it. Like like this first segment, for example, you know, yes. just be glad we're not talking soccer right now. You know, it's just well, it's because your team hasn't played yet this week. Uh, they play tomorrow. I know. I know. I'm excited. Double game week. I'm gonna watch that game. Yeah, I triple captain Allison. I saw that. That was a strange decision. Well, hey man, I know he's gonna play each game. <laughs> I can't say that for everybody else. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of fun. I mean, that's what I love about this first segment and, and the last segment. You just kind of make it up and just see kind of what happens. And go with it. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, but at least when I've done it, I still come in with like a rough plan of like, hey, I know we're not going to jump right into sports right away, but also like. Boy, how about that weather out there? (laughs) That weather outside is weather. (laughs) It is coming up, Joe. Why? It is coming up. See, now he's got me. Yeah, well, I know. It's like it's like three weeks away. Yeah. It was an roll. accident. I hit the mouse. Oh, it was it an accident. So happened to mm-hmm. slide on the board mm-hmm. and press the button. My yeah. bad, my bad. But, you know, I mean, you know, Liverpool's got Atletico in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> How about we, we save that until that game actually happens, all right? All right, fair enough. <laughs> Southampton looking good these days. Though. Yes, yeah. very exciting. Looking very good. Looking about to die, and now they look okay. Yeah, I dig three, it. Games, three games off the Europa League. That's I, like, I dig it. Or three points, I mean. I like this on the fan text line, 55305. Five. Talk about Jeter FFS. Oh, we will. <laughs> oh, we will. Don't worry about that. But it, like, it's like, I can't handle it. Get to it. Hey, we know that one person didn't vote for him to make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we'll get to that. And your we'll panties get to are it. all in a bunch. No, no panties are in a bunch. Just it's a, It is a fact. I stated a fact. One person did not vote for him in the Hall of Fame. That massive, massive douche. I thought we would talk the whole day about Zion and, more importantly, why this is Brandon Ingram's team and not Zion Williamson. Yeah, Zion looks strange out there, by the way. He's like, he looks like he's half limping when he's running, which is not a good sign. He's probably just scared. Yeah, like, yeah, scared to hurt his knees. There's also the reports out there that he uh, had to be retrained how to run and jump. <laughs> Asked to not injure himself. Hello, basketball a, player. Which is a great sign. <laughs> <laughs> but on the real, though, Brandon Ingram's looked pretty good on this team. I'd like to see him make the all-star team. Okay. Hey, he looks good. Yeah, he looks good. Doesn't have to be with LeBron all the time. He can hey, kind of do his thing. Another team that's winning is the team that will knock the Blazers out of the playoffs so they can tank more. That's, yeah. all, that's what I'm all about right now. Yeah. This did come across as well, you know, Dave Matthews Band released 2020 tour dates today. Mm. There's a show in Vancouver, B.C. Okay. On a Wednesday. And then the Gorge, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Bend on Wednesday. So you're going to all of them? I might. I might, I might, I might. I haven't decided yet. Gorge for sure. Yeah, you always go to the Gorge. I'll always do the Gorge. Bend will be easy to get to. Bend is really cool because it's it, you should anytime you can see a concert at Les Schwab Amphitheater in Bend, it's totally worth it because it's all GA. It's all general admission. So for an outdoor venue, you can just show up to whoever is playing there. You don't have to choose my guys. But whoever's playing there, you can go wherever you want to go. And a lot of times I go to shows by myself, and I'm 5'6", so you just kind of whoop, 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 and then you're in a spot. Mm. It's nice. Just, I enjoyed the bench show a couple years ago. noise your way through and yep. just make you all... Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> or Chris Bourbon. Whoop, 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 whoop. 
Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. It was intense. <laughs> yeah, I kind of heard the little till and trill yeah, in there, too. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was my ears <laughs> or your voice. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Well, we're on full Zion watch here, so if there's anything that happens, we'll let you know. Not really. I don't really care. No, I'm actually about to turn this game off. Yeah, that's awesome. Is Harry Potter on or something? Because I can get down on that. <laughs> we'll look in the guy. <laughs> We'll look in the guy. Oh, Kali Well, we got a lot to get to today, and everybody that says, you do your show year-round, is there really stuff to talk about? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. And the baseball gods <laughs> gave us a lot. Last week, we had all Astro scandal yeah. for two hours. And it we, was great. We haven't even got to Carlos Beltran. True. We could probably tie that into the show. You know, I don't even know if we talked about Alex Cora, because I don't even think his punishment had come down at the time. Now we have the Fan Fest audio of Bregman and Altuve being weird. What a bunch of losers. We should talk about that, too. There's Josh Donaldson. There's I don't care about Josh. Marcelo Zuna. I don't care about Marcelo there Zuna. There is Nolan Arenado. I care about Nolan Arenado. Well, you should. This is the hot corner with Harris and Lynch. <laughs> so you should care about that. I've never cared about Josh Donaldson, though, to be fair. No, I, uh, make it rain. Make it rain. I'm very, I think we could do like Hall of Fame, Arenado, and just uh, take more stabs at the Astros because it's fun. Okay, cool. Why not? All right. all right. We got all that to get to. You can find us on social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. I'm on Instagram at PDD085. There's also our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher. You can find him on Twitter as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Follow us. Love us. Send messages, slide in, do what you got to do. There's Instagram.com slash beers on us. Yep. There's also the beers on us podcast page uh, on Instagram at beers on us. Uh, that podcast will drop tomorrow at four. Mike and I went on an adventure and did the uh, Hop House IPA blind challenge. And uh, the last 10 minutes, uh, if you ever want to hear someone grovel to the uh, finest nth degree, tune in for that. Bad grovel. Boy. You were like, I felt like you were dying. I know. I felt really bad. I feel really bad. I insulted a lot of people that I care about, <laughs> and I did not mean to. I love you all, I promise. It's okay. You're allowed to have honest opinions. Yeah, so Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow. There's also the better the uh, fan text line, 55305. Come at us. Let us know what you think. Talk, Jeter, FFS, you know, whatever it is that you need. All right, when we come back, let's start at the top. The uh, 2020 Hall of Fame class is released, Woo! and as it always is, there's always something to talk about. We'll get to that next on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher here. It is a Wednesday as we do this. Uh, this, I, I think this is, these are some of my favorite shows of the year. I am a nut for the Baseball Hall of Fame. I just get off at weird times. Yep. Yeah, you do. It, um, is, uh, it is the best Hall of Fame. That is, I hands don't think, down. I don't even think that's arguable. It's not arguable. Barack Obama once sat courtside at a Duke game. Let's put him in the Basketball Hall of Fame. You know, like I feel like basketball is the worst. Um, but uh, 2020 comes out. Yeah. And I think, I think what's important to know is that this is this might be the last kind of straightforward traditional quote-unquote hall of fame that we're going to see for a couple of years yeah there's going to be some very interesting choices there's going to be yeah up. there's going to be some interesting things coming down the line just in terms of guys that are their last years on the ballot what they are tied to and we'll get into all that later but you know we're going to see a couple years of first-time guys that are just 
flat out not Hall of Famers. Correct. And so that's going to be interesting. And we'll get into that a little bit, but results come in. Uh, and we're getting two guys this year. And I'm excited to see that we got two guys this year because I think a lot of people thought we were only going to get one. I would argue we should have four this year. Okay. But uh, Derek Jeter and Larry Walker get in to the Hall of Fame in 2020 based on uh, the Baseball Writers Association of America. Uh, Derek Jeter, 99.7%. One person did not vote for him. And One measly person. And Larry Walker comes in at 76.6. You need 75 to get in on his last year of the ballot. And I think I want to start at Larry Walker. Okay. I know Jeets is the story. Captain, Yankee, titles. One person didn't vote for him. I understand that. Lead the way. But I want to get into this Larry Walker thing because I, I find this interesting. I have always thought Larry Walker is a Hall of Famer. You and I talk at length on this show. I have always uh, been very borderline about Larry yeah. Walker. And you and I talk on this show that we feel it's one way or the other. The answer is yes. And if the answer is anything but, a, but an affirmative yes, then the answer might be no. I talked about this on primetime the other day when this happened. It was, I guess, two days ago now. I was in the car and I listened to you. Oh, yeah. It was, it was that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i very strict on this. I know. Are and, you a Hall of Famer when I watched you? Yes, you're in. Eh, probably not. And, I, and I'm fairly, I'm, I'm the same way, too. You know, Mike Mussina, I, I love Moose. I love Moose to absolute death. One of my favorite pitchers I watched as a kid. I went kind of, eh, and that's how I felt. I would not have voted for him. Larry Walker, I would have voted for. But what I think is interesting, and let's get away from his accolades. I mean, he's a seven-time gold glove. He's He's got great moments in history. You know, he's the second Canadian ever in. And, you know, he's a fantastic hitter, whether he was at Coors or not. The numbers back it up that it's not just Coors Field. Blah, 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 blah. What I'm curious is we're now seeing a trend. It's the 10-year trend. Yeah. And I look at this list of, of the guys that did not make it, and I'm, I'm staring at you, Omar Vizquel and Scott Rowland. Are we now in a phase where once it gets to that 10-year, do we start bending the rules a little bit? Now, I think Tim Raines is not a Hall of Famer. I think Edgar Martinez is a Hall of Famer. I think Larry Walker is a Hall of Famer. Scott Rowland, I'm a little eh, but he might walk down this path. I think Omar Vizquel is a Hall of Famer, not just my bias. I think he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, defensive shortstops of all time. The hardest infield position to be that consistent. I think he deserves. I think he deserves a call. But I'm curious if we're seeing this trend, like guys in baseball now, are they going to be that ten year? Like is Joey Votto? a 10-year guy, and are we now going to create this wing almost in the Hall of Fame of guys that get to that level? Well, I think we've seen the 10-year thing for a little while. It's not just brand new. It's 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 uh, it's almost like a guilt trip thing for the voters. They're like, ah, oh, I mean, it's their last year. They're never going to make it in. And Larry been, Walker's a good guy. Edgar Martinez is a good guy. Larry Walker's a very good player, and look at the stats. I'm sure there's questions, but it's his last year in, and yada, 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 and so on and so forth. So I I think that's a that's the thing that's going to happen probably forever. It's it's human nature to want to be good to people, you know, for mm -hmm. the most part. Uh, although Kurt Schilling will be interesting because he got seventy percent this year, and people hate Kurt Schilling, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. He'll but, go in next year, um, most likely. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can see that. I don't really like that though. I, I I don't like the kind of the pity vote. Now I'm I'm thrilled it happened for Edgar because I thought Edgar deserved to be in from year one not waiting 10 years. Uh, that was for a wholly different reason for people not liking the DH as a position. But right. um, to me, it was, 
It's kind of BS that you that you keep a guy in the ballot for ten years and then vote him in. Mm-hmm. Why was he not worthy before then? I know. What, I, I, who are you saving votes for? Especially when you look at the ballots. I mean, you've got ten votes. How many ballots did we see come in from the the, the Tibbs guy on on Twitter who shares mm-hmm. them all? They had like two guys, three guys, four guys. You're not saving votes, right? So just if you think he's a Hall of Famer, vote him in as a Hall of Famer. Don't be a pity vote. Don't change your mind because you think you, you, he it's his tenth year and oh no, poor Larry Walker's not going to make it. Make a decision. So I hate it, but it's a thing that's been happening. Do you think it would be better served to lower the length on the ballot? Make it five years. Make um, these guys S or get off the pot, you know? Sure. Because I, I feel like this year. I feel year, like it's an arbitrary number, 10. But, but I, I mean, I would agree. But you look at this list and of this year, and you've got Jeter, 100%. Like, you know that guy's going in. 99.7%. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, you've got your steroids guys and chilling for whatever reason. And you've got these other dudes like, is Omar Vizquel a first ballot Hall of Famer? No. Mm-hmm. Is he Hall of Famer? Yes. So I'm. Again, I'm I'm a little bit more. And, eh. and, and I think that's totally fine. I think a lot of people are, which is why. But he has seen the biggest jump this year of anybody else. And I think that trend's going to progress. But what I'm curious about is I am okay with writers preserving first ballot. I'm okay with that. Um, that there are some people that are bona fide Hall of Famers, and it is an honor to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, guys like Pedro Martinez and Randy Johnson and, you know, now Derek Jeter and Mo last year. Like, I think Frank Thomas. I think it's a big deal that those guys are first ballot Hall of Famers. And someone like Craig Biggio could be a Hall of Famer, but you reserve that right. And I also respect... You know, the policing of the game. Like, Robbie Alomar is probably the greatest second baseman of all time. At least at least in my book. Hitting, fielding, he was great. But he disrespected the game in a very public manner, in a very, very bad way. And their punishment, which baseball writers love to do, is you're not a first ballot. He went in the second year with, like, 89% of the vote. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It's this, it's this lingering thing that I don't love. Well, Vizquel's at 52% in his third year, so he he will make it. I mean, that that number is trending in the direction that he'll make it in a year or two at mm-hmm. that point, mm-hmm. especially with, uh, like we'll talk about at some point coming up, the the people getting onto the ballot the next few years. Yeah, he'll make it for sure. Um, 272 but, career average. Not bad. True. Uh, but <laughs> you're right You're right about the uh, the, the fielding thing. Yeah. One of, one of the best fielding shortstops. I don't know if I'm going to say the best, but one of the best fielding shortstops. I will say the best. Um it's just it is it is a little bit interesting when you think about it in in the way that this works. It's ten years is so arbitrary, uh, and it, and it creates the ten year rule almost created this weird unwritten rule among the voters to be like, ah, well, the guys, oh, have, I don't need to give it to him now. I'll give it to him later. Guys who are not that great need to be on the ballot for a couple of years just to feel like they deserve they they earned it, right? Right. And it's like, I mean, well, okay, I think they do I ten years because you have to be retired for five. So then it's 15 years from when you've, but I, I, Again, I digress. I digress. You can make it five years if you wanted to. It, it is stupid, but that's, I think that's more of a, that's more of a negative against the, the voters themselves for having these stupid rules that they follow and, and all these things. And I mean, there are so many voters and we don't know half of them because they keep their votes anonymous. And, mm-hmm. um, so we don't know what their intentions are, but. Which I mean, is funny because the big guys on TV, they don't. Tim Kirkshin shows you his. Buster yeah. tells you his. No, absolutely. Rosenthal tell you his. But it's the cowards. It's one of those things where it's like 
it, it just it just feels weird to me. It, do, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like if you're hiding your votes and you're being weird about like, why do you have a vote then? You know, yeah. I don't know. The whole process of it is strange. I love this Hall of Fame. I think it's the, the hardest one to get into. I think it's the, the best Hall of Fame. But the process for it, although it leads to a lot of interesting discussion, which I do enjoy that mm-hmm. aspect of it. Thanks for giving this, you know, this, topic, ra- yeah. this rinky-dink baseball show a topic in uh, January. Every single year. Um, but uh, it, it it doesn't change the fact that I think it's dumb. Do you think, how much do you think voting would change if they forced them all to be public? Do you think people would change their votes? Yes. Do you think that one person that didn't vote for Jeter, and we'll get into that next, uh, do you think that person changes their vote because their name's on it? Yes, 100%. Because they don't want the Twitter backlash or just backlash in general? Uh, I I would hope the answer would be no, because that means that you're strong in your belief and your opinion and all that, but we all know the answer would be yes. Yeah, and it also does not not validate your no vote. Like, if you were just like, look... I think Jeter was a decent shortstop. He hit for average, but his fielding at times were iffy, and he benefited from playing the postseason every year. If someone came to me and said, that's why I didn't vote for Jeter, I'm okay with that. But I wonder, but I but I find it complete horse ass if they change their vote because it's public. Yeah, and I think, aren't they making it mandatory public? Like next year? I hope so. Wasn't that a change? Are, all the, old de- are the old guys dead yet? No, because if the old guys are dead, then yeah, everybody else will. If Tim Kirkshin, Ken Rosenthal, Buster Olney, John Heyman, you know, Jeff Passan, if all those guys that are the top of the game in terms of our public eye, if they're all willing to make it public, then I uh, eh, then you just got to do it. I feel like I remember seeing something about that. That they were going to make it public for everybody, so that'll be that'll so. be nice to see the change. Please, if you had a vote, Michael, this year, who would you have voted for? Derek Jeter. Only. Uh, I I also would have voted for uh, Clemens and Bonds personally. I, I've I've talked about this. I've changed my opinion pretty drastically on the steroid guys in the last few years. Mm-hmm. That for those two in particular, those were guys who would have been Hall of Famers no matter what. Um, so I would have voted for them as well. But uh, again, I'm not sure. If I had a vote constantly, like would I also be punishing them by making them wait eight, nine years before making it in? Like, right. Here's my punishment for you guys cheating the game. You might, I might, you I might have, have done that. I might have done that. I don't know. But uh, I would have voted for those guys, I think. I mean, they're the two of the best players to ever play the game with or without steroids. I would have voted for five people. I would have voted for Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Kurt Schilling, Omar Vizquel, and Todd Helton. Okay. Those are the people I would vote for. All right. Yeah, Helton's an interesting. I remember we talked about him last year. Helton's an interesting one. He's gonna he's gonna go the same way as Larry Walker because it's like, oh, he played in Coors Field. He's Although he six- played his whole career in Coors Field, unlike Larry Walker. He's but. a three sixteen hitter with a four fourteen on base percentage. It's pretty dang good. His OPS is nine fifty three. I think Todd Helton's one of the better hitters I've ever seen in my life. One of the best first basemen of our generation. Yep, without a doubt. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even see his name there. I, I might have, I might have considered Todd Helton as well, but yeah, I think for sure it would have been Jeter, Bonds, Clemens, and that's probably it. Although next year I'm staring at you, Shane Victorino, <laughs> staring at you, buddy. <laughs> Flying Hawaiian, let's Flying go. Hawaiian. Maybe a little Dan Ugla for the greatest fantasy baseball name of all time for my homeboy Corey, <laughs> which I don't think I can really say on the air. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, when we come back, uh, I digress for the second time. When we come back, I do want to get into. Uh, El Capitan, number two, getting in the Hall of Fame and what this means for his legacy. 
uh, how no-brainer it is, look back on him for a hot second, and also talk about the controversy that Mike is, I guaranteed, opinionated about. We'll do all that next, but first, there's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 734, this is Portland Sports Leader. Coming to you live from the poop-filled Willamette. Yeah! Hall of Fame talk's going to dominate a decent amount of this show. God, it's good to be January. I know, right? Pictures of catchers report, what, 27 days? I think it's less than that. Is that what you said? I think it's 21 or 20 now. 21? We're, we're in... We're in, we're in Pitcher and catcher watch right now, which is so great. And we just Pitchers and catchers. the gods are just like, hey, you guys should talk about this. Spring training online reporting day. Like, why spend all that work to create a show when you can just do this? February 10th. February 10th. I don't know what that means. Well, it's January 22nd. So we're close. Okay. Today's the 22nd? Yeah. Jeez, it's going to be 2021 in no time. No, it's not. There's 11 months still. Yeah, we'll <laughs> Slow see. your roll there, sir. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard to get down the throat. Well, what's happened? There's a dude who made the Hall of Fame and got every single vote except for one. His name is number two, Derek Jeter. El Capitan. Number two. El Capitan. Five World Series championships, seven appearances, a rookie of the year, five gold gloves, a member of the 3,000 hit club. Uh, played almost an entire season in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was good. Quite good. This guy was a Hall of Famer. I remember being a kid, I want to say around 2001-02, something like that, right? As the dynasty begins to crumble. Hey, I, thanks. I hated, <laughs> I hated Jeter. I hated him so much. I was a big Nomar Garcia Parra guy. I thought the best shortstop in you base. You liked all the tapping of the wrist. I just thought he was cool. Rubbing just, the, the nips. When you're 15 years old, you're just looking at cool guys. That's all you wanted. And Derek Jeter didn't exude cool to you? Not to me. That's <laughs> sellout. That cheater. What did he cheat on? I don't know, but I'm sure it was something. And I thought Alex Rodriguez was the best player I'd ever seen mm. at the time. I hated Jeter. I hated him, hated him. Then I got to a point where I just kind of realized, okay, man, you can dislike guys. That play for teams you don't want to root for. But to be the real baseball fan you want to be, you have to understand what's great and what's not. And then when we got on this show, that just, you know, 100% pushed it into, into fruition. Like, that became reality for me. For the most part. For the most part. I mean, you I... still have a lot of hatred for certain guys. Like, but... Justin Verlander, I want to strangle you and I will vote for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I want to just rip your eyeballs out. But I'll vote for you because you're great. So that that means Kate Upton will leave him, and then you'll have a chance with Kate. I don't want Kate. I got my own girl. Oh, ooh, look at you. Hello, what up? <laughs> um, but Jeter goes in, and I think I think we've been a little lucky, and I think we are still going to see some guys from here on out. You know, maybe the next couple years aren't so great, but we're going to start some seeing some people that are bona fide Hall of Famers, and I think that's you know the Larry Walker story is really cool, but I think. What the Hall of Fame is really about, what that whole weekend is about, and you can ask Big John with this when it comes to to Griffey or go find a Braves fan when he watches all his guys go in around the same time is that we get excited about those people that we know are bona fide Hall of Famers. 
I don't know if there's anybody on this list I've seen in the last 10 years that represents that more than Derek Jeter. Yeah, I mean, Derek Jeter was baseball for me. For a long time. Growing up. Uh, he was baseball for baseball. He was. And as a Yankee fan growing up, basically alongside him, um, he's a little bit older than me, but uh, we have very similar birthdays. I think he's a day before me. And uh, I should say he's a little, he's a lot older than me, but um, when he made the Yankees is the first year I really truly watched them, which was 1996. Yeah. And I guess I watched a little bit of 95, but I was six years old. I didn't know what I was doing. I remember 95 go tribe. Uh, but uh, ever since I became a, a, an everyday watcher of my favorite team for my entire childhood, plus some, he was there. Mm -hmm. He was an everyday force. He was not often injured. He was as clutch as clutch comes. Probably the most clutch hitter of all time, especially in big moments. Yeah, I, I um, maybe not was, probably, maybe is. Including maybe the most clutch player, because that includes fielding with the flip play against the A's and the tumbling dive into the stands where he broke his face against the chair against the Red Sox and, you know, all of the now fairly common, but all of the uh, jump throws that he did at shortstop mm -hmm. that now a lot of shortstops do uh, were that was everything. I mean, that was baseball. That was Yankees baseball. Yep. There were a lot of other players there that were great. There were a lot of other guys that I loved. I mean, Bernie Williams was a personal favorite of mine. I was about to say Bernie. I loved Jorge Posada because I was a catcher. I just lamented to you in the break how much I really liked Andy Pettit. Yep, Andy Pettit was Before great. he was a steroid guy. Um, you know, there, you could say whatever you want about all those guys that you loved them, but it was all about Derek Jeter. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was his team, and it was, he was the captain for a reason, and he was not a loud vocal guy. He was just, I'm doing this the way that is meant to be done on this organization, and that is what's going to be done. And it didn't hurt that he was great, yeah. that he was a great hitter. Um, he was amazing in the postseason. His one flaw was that defensively was not so great, but he made up for it by making some of the jump throws and some of the amazing plays that kind of cover up some of the – there's advanced analytics that say he's one of the worst defenders of all time, like that kind of stuff, which, I mean, okay, if you watched him play, he's not one of the worst defenders of all time. No, no, but, no. But, you know, use whatever stats you want for He might that. be a little lower on the list of Hall of Famers, but to be honest, there's not a ton of shortstops in the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, he was absolute greatness. I loved everything about Derek Jeter, and I was so thrilled to see him get into the Hall of Fame, unanimous or not. Um, first ballot, absolutely deserved. And if you saw any of his press conference today, it was pretty solid. He had a, one person asked him a question about the Marlins. He, he on the day celebrating his Hall of Fame induction, he goes, you know, is it make it that much harder to to have all, basically I'm paraphrasing, but like to be failing in Miami is basically what he said. And uh, Jeter went, no, I love losing and love having an empty stadium. That was his answer. <laughs> and he was like, obviously, I knew it was going to be a tough job and we're trying to grow this. And da, da, da. He, he had a good answer, but it was like, that's classic Derek Jeter. Yeah. He always knew how to handle the media in the way that he wanted to handle it. But also like that was funny. People who weren't that idiot asking the question are laughing about that. Like, oh, Derek, I love you, which they should. Yeah, I think, you know, you know, I, you can't, nobody, nobody really, it's, you know, it's somebody, you know, we have trolls on the fan text line all day, every day, but someone mentions the name Todd Zeal. It's like, nobody hates Todd Zeal. You hate players because they're great. I hated Jeter because he's great. Yeah. And looking back on it, there is without a shadow of a doubt that Derek Jeter defines baseball for me as a kid who started watching noticed in 95 and really started watching from 96 on. It's like when we talked about Chipper Jones, okay? I hate Chipper Jones. I don't really hate him. 
I just the Braves stole my soul when I was, you know, an 11 year old boy. Um, there, there are. I've said this before, and I'll say it again to 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 hammer the point home. My favorite player growing up was Ken Griffey Jr. It was not Derek mm-hmm. Jeter, despite my my love for him. I just everything about Griffey was what I wanted in a baseball player. So I love Griffey Jr. Um, there are three players, in my opinion, who are the mid nineties to mid thousands players. The generate that that ten year window belongs to three players, in my opinion. I know that you can argue steroid guys too, because that was a big part of it. Ken Griffey Jr., Derek Jeter, and Chipper Jones. Yep. Those three are that ten year windows players. Obviously, Barry Bonds set a record. Obviously, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa had the home run race. Throw Barry Bonds in there too if you want. He just wasn't one of mine. Mm-hmm. Those three were my my three like baseball idols. I'm and, with and that's and that's why you saw I mean Griffey missed by what three votes, mm-hmm. right? And Chipper missed by probably like three or four votes, right? I think a little more than Griffey, but like five or six, not a ton. And Jeter by one. I mean, it's that's proof right there because unanimous is really tough. It's only happened once now last year with with Mo, and I, that that's about as close as you can get, and that that proves to me right there. But those also were the guys for everybody else. For yeah, the most part. I want to get into the into the non-voting for Jeter and non-voting for Griffey kind of situation here in a sec. But I want to finish up with this. I'm I'm with you. Those are the three constants. <clears throat> I mean, for me, I would I would throw in Alex Rodriguez at the time. Uh, say what you want about steroids. I mean, I by no means do I want to sound like an apologist on this show for a Rod. But when I was a kid, he was the guy for me at least. I mean, I loved Griffey, but. Jeets going into the Hall of Fame right now is definitely the end of that era. There were those three constants. Griffey, not as much, but two of the constants that I've always known in baseball that are now officially done, in a sense, that they have now captured everything they could possibly capture. When you say Griffey, not so much, is that because he got hurt or because for you it yeah, wasn't the same? Yeah, not, not so much because he got hurt, so he kind of dissipated a little bit. You never forget those great years. But I had Jeter and Chipper in my face every single day for 15, 20 years. That this is kind of the, Jeets was the last one of that group. And now that he is immortalized, now I'm on to new. Now we're in a weird. Now we're in new avenues with baseball. We're in a weird gap. You know. Now. <laughs> who, who, who are the, who is the Jeter, Chipper, Griffey of now? You know, we're in 2020. If you got- stretch back to. 2010 2009 I mean I would even I would even say stretch back to 2005 just because if we're going to give Griffey and these guys 15 years well, I think we should 10, give but... I know I think we should give him 15 you know yeah. I mean Jeets was more he than played just, 2008 he yeah. was just more than 96 to t- 2006 know. you know he played for a couple more years yeah but I was I was just trying to be like this is their best was when those 10 years I mean right now you'd have obviously Trout right yeah um you'd have probably Aaron Judge based on him being a face of baseball at the moment. Well, I'm talking about guys that you would say over the last 10 years. I know, and I, that's what I'm saying is I think Judge has become such a face that I think he might be up in that spot. Um, but you could you could argue against that for sure. Um, I'm talking about guys like Miggy Cabrera, mm. Albert Pujols. Okay, I see. Okay, Clayton I see Kershaw. I see I'm talking about like those kind of guys. Like I'm this, thinking too current. Yeah, yeah, not current. Like these guys, you know, I look at Miggy Cabrera, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Albert Pujols, first ballot Hall of Famer. Clayton Kershaw, first ballot Hall of Famer. Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander, first ballot Hall of Famer, even though he's a cheater. Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Well, Scherzer's got some years left in him to where I think all those guys are pretty much done. Um, Justin Verlander's not pretty much done. 
I don't know. We'll see with no trash cans how he does. Um, but those guys aren't what Griffey, Jeter, Jones were to baseball for me. And maybe that's a maybe that's an age thing. It's maybe it's like when you're thing. a kid, you just they're just immortalized. You just oh, you look at the TV and it's it's the great Larry Jones, you know, and you're like, oh my god, I gotta watch him. I don't know. I, I bet you that for some. Uh, especially those in the Missouri, Kansas area. Albert Pujols was that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right, when we come back, I do want to dive in to this voting thing and let Mike get on his soapbox, and we'll talk about Derek Jeter not being a unanimous Hall of Famer. We'll do all that next on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Fan text line 55305. RJ chimes in. Blank the Yankees always. Except when it comes to Jeter. Dude is all class. Much respect. I think that's the reality. I think that's I think that's the major reality. Like I like I lamented about last segment. It's just, you know, I hated him. I hated him as a kid. So many people I've seen on social media have come out. Uh, hate the Yankees. Hate the Yankees. But love Jeter. Jeets is Jeets. The captain. You know, it all speaks for himself. So I understand the backlash and why everyone talks about this. The the fact that one person did not vote for Derek Jeter. And we don't know if this person even voted last year. We have no idea because they're we, anonymous. We have no idea because they're anonymous. So we don't know if they did vote for Mo. If they're just somebody that turns into a ballot and then doesn't vote for anybody and last year just didn't turn one in or what? I am not really bent out of shape by this. I'm not really bent out of shape on this because there were people that didn't vote for other people that are bona fide Hall of Famers more so than Derek Jeter. And that's no offense to Jeets, but Ken Griffey Jr. is a more bona fide Hall of Famer. I think Randy Johnson is a more bona fide Hall of Famer. I think some of those Braves pitchers of the 90s are more bona fide Hall of Famers, and they did not get unanimous. So I am not upset about it. However, if you line it up against Mo being the only unanimous and breaking that wall, then yeah, I can understand why you'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off too. I guess for me, Especially because, like, they bash on relievers all the time, and the one guy that's unanimous is a reliever. That doesn't make any sense. But I'm not that upset about it. And I think the, I think that's my reason why. If Randy Johnson's not a unanimous Hall of Famer, then neither is Derek Jeter. I Not a bash on Jeets. I'd have voted for him, without a doubt. You said I was going to get on my soapbox. Well, that's the sound of me throwing the soapbox <laughs> away because I don't have one here. Really? I agree with you. Yeah, I do. Um, I was actually not expecting Derek Jeter to get unanimous votes. I wasn't either. And there was a, a reason. The reason why is because I saw a little bit of this on social media. It, it was almost as if it was like, uh, it was the underbelly of baseball fans coming up and going like, look, Jer Derek Jeter's great, but I mean, he's not the best player of all time. He's not the best shortstop of all time. He's not nope. the the best anything of all time. Maybe, the, like I said, maybe he's the most clutch hitter maybe of all time. Maybe the most time. clutch postseason player. Yeah, but beyond that, what else is Derek Jeter? He's very good at everything, but he wasn't even that good of a defender. I saw that starting to come up, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah. I mean, look, I'm 100% I'm clouded in my love for Derek Jeter, but I could see some of the truth in that and maybe having someone not vote for him. Um, 
So I'm not truly frustrated about it. I mean, dude, you got 99.7% of the vote. You're a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't think he cares. I doubt he cares. But your second part of the argument is the only thing that kind of chided me a little bit was Jeter is more of a Hall of Famer than Mo. I mean, look, I love Mariano Rivera. I think that's an interesting topic. He's incredible. Um, Best closer of all time, and I'm not listening to you, Padres fans. It's not Trevor Hoffman. It's Mariano Rivera. I like Hoffman a lot. Me too, but that's the stupidest argument ever. Um, To me, Jeter did more because he was an everyday player than Mariano Mm -hmm. did. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you're going to say Mariano's a unanimous Hall of Famer, you're going to break through that wall and open the floodgates for unanimous votes, and the very next year you have another guy who should be unanimous. Mm-hmm. Like let's say Griffey was this year, he should be unanimous. Right. right? You'll right. have guys like that now. I thought that meant we were going to have more unanimous votes. I thought so too. I don't I'm with care you on that, that boat. I don't care that we don't, but the only thing that chided me was like, if you're going to do it for Mo. You got to do it for Jeter, mm-hmm. just like you would have to do it in the future for Albert Pujols or whoever. Like that's that's the that's the type of player that you would do it for, and that's where I was like, I that seems silly. And plus, it was one person. It wasn't like five guys banded yeah. together to make this decision. I still one, want to find those three people that didn't vote for Griffey. One person, yeah, didn't vote for it, and that's where you're like, well, like, I can. Who paid you off? <laughs> <laughs> you know, let, let me play devil's advocate for a quick second. I know we're up against the clock, but I want to play devil's ah, advocate. Screw the clock, Joe. What is this, primetime? Um, <laughs> Joe's not even looking at me. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> I, uh, I I just want to play devil's advocate for a minute. That when you say things, you know, we have these things like Cheater's not one of the greatest shortstops of all time. People bash on his defensive. I mean, I was very critical of his defensive play throughout his entire career even as i became somebody that understood that okay stop shut up you're looking at a hall of famer enjoy it while you got it the the three thousandth hit is a home run his last hit is a walk-off blah 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 he's, he's magical he's mr november but he has flaws he has talking points in which people say are there issues with him okay what whatever it may be i think the difference in maybe with mo is what's mo's flaw that he's a reliever yeah, most flaw was that he pitched for one. Night. Something he can't control. Right. So I wonder if maybe that's why, you know, Mo is a unanimous and he's not. I'm just spitballing it's on possible. it. I don't believe that because I'd vote for both of them. It's not, I'm not holding back my Jeter vote because I think Omar Vizquel and Alex Rodriguez are better defensive shortstops. I'm not holding that against him. I might hold against him that he didn't move over when A-Rod showed up because A-Rod was a better shortstop than him. I might. Might be willing to chat about that, but uh, Derek Jeter doesn't leave shorts. I know, I know, because he's the captain. Um, but I wonder if that goes into somebody's thinking. I'm sure. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just spitball. I think there are a myriad of reasons why this person maybe didn't vote for it. It could have been a personal grudge. You don't know. Maybe maybe this person had a really bad relationship as a player and he mm-hmm. took it out on him here. Yep, uh, yep. It could, could be totally as, be something it could like be that. As petty and stupid as that, but that is legitimate to that voter who probably is really. Maybe hates Derek Jeter. That's fine. You're allowed to have your opinion on that. He's a new age voter. And when he was six, Jeter didn't sign his autograph after the 99 series because he didn't see him. There's a story about that <laughs> uh, that was related to both my school and the Pac-12. Did you see that? No. The uh, the center for Washington, Isaiah Stewart, uh, is like five-star center, really, really good uh, in basketball. And um, he's Oh, from- yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking football. I was like, yeah. I know Isaiah Stewart. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's from Rochester, New York. Oh, right. We talked about this guy the other day. Did we? Because yeah. he plays for Syracuse. Well, no. Or he, he, they, he got, he, anyway, sorry. He got an offer from Syracuse, and he had a, a story where he said, when I was eight, 
I asked for Jim Beheim's autograph and he told me no. And I told him, I said to myself, he was going to pay for that one day. And he went to Washington and said, Syracuse. And then Beheim came out and was like, what? I signed autographs for everybody. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Maybe I said, hey, could you wait till after the game? Because he was watching someone play. And then the, but whatever. <laughs> it was just, maybe you hold that kind of grudge from that point. That was yeah. the re, that's the point yeah, of the story. Totally. That someone maybe doesn't vote for Jeter. Anyway, it's ridiculous. I don't have a soapbox for it. It doesn't matter. He made a first ballot. 99.7% still spectacular. It's a little bit weird. It's a little bit stupid, but who really cares? Yep, and the crowd is going to come out very big. We might see the biggest Hall of Fame turnout that we've ever seen for Derek Jeter. Probably. I mean, I can't think of anybody. I mean, Griffey is Griffey, but Griff played in Seattle and Cincinnati. Look, I, uh, I Captain, had the thought of Captain, like, oh. Captain played in the Bronx. Should you I know, go like, back and go to the induction? I'm like, You Dude. should. I think you should. No, because I don't want to be around a bajillion people in tiny Cooperstown, New York. No, thank you. Oh, yeah, and a bunch of A-hats that are Yankee fans. Oh, yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> also, like, I've been to Cooperstown, so it's not like this new, like, glorious thing. Well, I've been to Cooperstown. It's not that glorious to me. Well, I've been there before. I know. You're it's lucky. I have not. All right. When we come back, I do want to look forward and look at some of the other guys. We got to touch on steroids, dudes. We do this every year. Uh, look at look at the future. Crystal ball. Look at the guys on the ballot. 2021, 2022. And we'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.